0: (laughs) All right.
1: power but forces will reveal expose the true essence of things the reason of all that has come to existence no more silent cries will be able to divide it all alone in the nights fragrances of truth will call Will we ever find out what means to be? Will we spread it out the day? The fight master of the world will call for his empire. He's a demon of illusion, sorrow, darkness, morning and appearance. Forests will explode and run with wings. Spirits will ascend into the sky. Cities will catch fire and decarbonize the silent, hot and dry.
2: Let me bring you songs from the wood to make you feel much better than you could know. Better than you could know. Dust you down from tip to toe.
0: Dust you down from tip to toe. Show you
2: how the garden grows. Show you how the garden grows. Hold steady as you go. Hold steady as you join the chorus if you can. It'll make can be you an honest
0: man
2: Let me bring you love from the fields Poppies red and roses filled with summer rain To heal the wound and still the pain The threatens again and again As we drag down every lover's lane Lifelong Celebration Let me bring you all things to fight. bring you love from the fields poppies red and roses filled with summer rain to heal the wound to still the pain that threatens the gay just don't Let me tell you something You just couldn't
3: That was Still You Turn Me On by Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Tonight has just simply been an uninterrupted orgy of music unburdened by the sound of my voice. As lovely as it is, this is Osric Tentacles, Spirals in Hyperspace.
4: o'clock everybody it's Monday night it's time for the joke workshop here on Monday every 6 to 8 p.m. or whenever uh hi I'm your host Pam Benjamin and we are gonna have a bunch of great comics tonight um if you have burning comments then we can give comments if you don't let's you know we'll just move it along and your first comedian of the night uh wanted to run their new opening so put your hands together for Pam Benjamin
5: yay I'll get del-
4: I'm so excited to be here tonight with you guys. This is really great. Hi, welcome. Hi, come on in. Uh, My name is Pam. We're going to strap in. We're going to learn a lot of things tonight. Yeah, we're going to learn about feminism. We're going to learn about drugs. Yeah, we're going to learn about abortions, friends. It's going to be a magical, magical journey. So I invite you all to look under your seats and take the mushroom cap underneath there. And made you look. Yeah, you love drugs, I can tell, Woo! What's your favorite drug? Comedy? Comedy's not a drug. Boo! Oh my god, the endorphins. I guess when you're as old as you are, you need endorphins from anywhere. So it's like, just keep me alive! Laughing, if I'm laughing, I'm breathing and I'm still alive. That's a good drug. Oxygen, oxygen, that might be the best drug for you at this point. Any other favorite drugs out there? Alcohol is a drug. I learned that after my DUI and going to a bunch of classes. Indeed, alcohol is a drug, a legal drug, but uh, I'm a responsible drinker. Uh, That's why I decided to never have children. Yay, I love drugs. I never wanna have kids, hooray. My favorite drug's actually called midazolam. None of you love drugs enough. is a benzodiazepine. It's a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. It's like a super valium. It's like lorazepam or diazepam. Doctors actually call them the 2-PAM family. Give them 2-PAM. I love benzos. Woo! I do. I love benzos so much. I love them so much. Usually, they give you midazolam when you get an abortion. That's when you usually get that five-minute happy, great feeling. Oh, And I only have one regret about my second abortion. So they've given me the midazolam, my feet are up in the stirrups, the doctor's looking very kind-faced between my legs, and he says, Pam, um, this is a five-minute procedure. And some people talk, and some people don't talk. And I said, has anyone ever told jokes? (laughs) For realsies, I told jokes during my second abortion. They did, oh my God, it was a killer five. It was, woo, it was a bringer show. I left it there. Uh, but the only regret I have about my second abortion is they wouldn't let me take my phone in, so I couldn't tape the set. So was it life changing? Were those the best jokes I've ever told? What jokes did I tell? I can't remember, do I care? Not really, that's the only regret I have about my second abortion, okay, cool. My new like silly little opening thing. Uh, one more thing about you. I can tell. I can guess how all of you smoke pot. You have a bong in your trunk. I can tell. Is this true? You have a water pipe in your back pocket. Break it out. You smell like bong water. That's good. I feel like uh, Ezra in the back. You you roll the most perfect expert spliffs. Like I feel like there's a pencil. There's like a tool that you use to make them tight, tight, tight. What I've been trying to do. Keep it tight. Cool. Uh, your next comedian, I know how she smokes pot. She's got a tiny pipe, and she takes little tiny bits of weed. You know, itty bitty bit. She puts a bit, and then she smokes it. Itty bitty t- She's super cute and super wonderful, and she smokes a lot of pot. Put your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. Lauren Kraut, Yeah.
6: <laughs> Thank you. I got uh, some new jokes and some new jokes. And uh, do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure that out? What was eight hours? These are the things that are keeping me up in the middle of the night. I wrote. <laughs> I wrote this down at two thirteen a.m. It's fucking it. Fucking crazy. Don't ever say to a comedian after you've uh, after they've done a, uh, after they've done a set, did you have fun? <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't say, or how do you think it went? Unless you're already knee deep in the discussion of how they th- thought it went and you're, you're already asking all these other questions. But if you just see them after a show, or after they've gone up and you say, did you have fun? That's a dead giveaway that you either did not see this this at or you thought it was terrible. And either one is a terrible thing, so don't do it. That's just a um, PSA. Um, Have you ever noticed that the expression, has it ever happened before, comes in handy more often than not? Has it ever happened before? It's kind of like a diagnostic tool that doctors use when you tell them, uh, my eye is all red. Has it ever happened before? No. All right, that's not it. I just, that's just came out of me in the middle of the night on Saturday. Um, somebody said to me, it's not meant to be understood. It's one of those types of experiences. That's all. I don't know. Uh, what else we have? How we talk is pretty amazing when you think about it. You get an idea, an impulse, a desire to express yourself, to say something to somebody. The words come out of your mouth. It's magic. It's like a thought goes to, to out of your mouth, and then it's words. And then the great thing is that you understand what I'm saying. But the fun part is when you don't understand what I'm saying, when miscommunication has happened. You misunderstand what I'm saying, and I'm talking gibberish. And w- that made me think of what was the b- the first caveman who talked. How weird was that? And it wasn't wasn't even real communication because it wasn't it wasn't a common language yet. It was more pointing and ug. And like okay. That's another one that came out at, at two o'clock in the morning. Um, how about some real jokes? How about <laughs> How about a song? Um. Oh, I hate to have an existential crisis. (laughs) Thank you. When I'm on stage in front of all of you, questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. Okay. Oh, I hate to have an existential crisis when none of my jokes and I premises work. (laughs) Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Lauren
4: Crowd, everyone, has been thinking a lot about cavemen. Hooray! All right, your next comedian coming up. Put your hands together, everybody, for Spencer Devine!
5: Ah.
0: Ah.
3: How much were tickets to this open mic? one billion dollars ah, we're so lucky ah, i'm so excited i'm having a baby ah, no 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 don't take me out i want to see where this goes thematically ah, ah calm down okay we only have so much time guess what chicken butt all right vibe check complete we can get into the comedy uh ah the so this is a uh, an impression I wrote today okay so uh, this is my impression of a penguin okay and he's doing the song I know what boys like <coughs> and some people might be like Spencer that's an impression of a duck doing the uh, song by the way. Oh, but. Quack, 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 completely different. Get out of here. The government's trying to kill us all, okay? Don't leave the tags on your mattresses. That's how they track you. Throw that out the window. If you see a ladder, walk right under that ladder. It's their fault for putting it there. You know, if I lived with a black cat, though, I'd fucking cross that motherfucker's path all the time. That cat has enough power over my life. I don't need to give it where I go as well. And uh, people might be like, oh, the the country's run by lizard people. You would notice if there was a lizard person, okay? Just look out, and if you see someone running from the sun to the shade and just freezing you know doing a weird blinky thing it's very obvious if someone has their tail cut off and it regrows lizard person uh who here's a dog person huh i mean a fan of dogs and not half dog okay uh notice how everyone who you know everyone who responded great you're judging the people who didn't respond because that's way more serious of a question now than it used to be. It used to be like, oh, do you like dogs? I like dogs, fine, wonderful, we can go on with our day. Now it's like, do you like dogs? Because they want to know if you're a sociopath and if they can trust you. If you don't like dogs, it's a test. If someone wants to know if you're a cat person, it's because they're worried about you, okay? If someone wants to know if you're a lizard person, it's because you move from the sun to the shade, and you freeze, and you eat insects, okay? Any of your friends that have ever told you to eat a cricket, probably a lizard person, okay? Have you ever been sitting at the table with someone, and you're like, oh, hey, I've noticed you haven't blinked for a long time, and also <laughs> that your extra layer of skin that you left on the floor of this sizzler's? But are you a dog person? And they say, oh, I'm not sure. And then you shoot them because that's a much more serious question than it used to be. And you got to take it seriously. Thank you. I've been Spencer Devine.
5: Take it seriously.
4: It's Spencer Divine, everyone. Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Your next comedian, a super funny guy. Clap your hands together for Devondre Coleman.
7: I think Spencer took one breath. Afraid. Uh, make some noise if you have a smartphone. Cool. What's your favorite app on your phone? Twitter. You just like talking to strangers. What's your least favorite app? Blonde hair. You don't have a smartphone? You don't have what? What app do you think is the weirdest? You, you got all normal apps. Reddit, yeah, that's a very Caucasian app. I, I agree with that one. But yeah, I think Uber is the weirdest app. Uber is the only app that requires you to spend intimate alone time with randomly selected strangers. Like how do they pitch that Four people in a meeting? Like, yo, what if we could give rides to random people, but only you two knew about it? Like a trafficking app, but it's working now. I got into Uber recently. And uh, my Uber driver was playing Beautiful Girl by Sean Kingston. First of all, red flag. This is not a person you want to ask how their night's going. And it only got worse as the drive got longer because he had it on repeat. That means he was playing the song before I got in the car. He'll probably be playing it after I got out. I just stopped and wonder, like, how many times do you need to play this song before you pull over and call her? Uh, Yeah, I've been thinking about racism. Any y'all proudly Caucasian? Cool. it's okay to be Caucasian. You just can't be proud of it right now. Oh, yeah, I was on Tinder earlier and I saw this lady. Her bio was one sentence, all caps. It said only looking for all Americans. I don't know if she's looking for somebody that's super patriotic or super athletic. But I've been thinking about racism a lot, Like, cause one of the homies he asked me this dumbass question earlier. Does it stop Asian hate? We all agree that we should stop Asian hate, correct? Cool. Colin, you were probably white and you didn't say correct, so I'm more afraid. I yeah. Uh, but I was I was talking to it's it's, it's a joke. It's cool. <laughs> I was talking to one of the homies about the stop Asian hate campaign. He was like, What's that for? And I was like, Asian people are being assaulted in the streets in the Bay Area he was like it's just one dude doing that like how stupid do you have to be like he thinks there's somebody who wakes up every morning and is like it's asian hate time but I, I it did make me think about like how racism works like do you think racism is like having a superpower like cyclops when he opens his eyes those lasers come out he can't help it so like do Asians wake up thinking about how much they hate niggas or is it like being a vegan which like they probably don't think about vegetables all day. But if they hear you talking about food, they're going to bring it up. And like, can they be accidentally tolerant? Like if a racist is walking through the Home Depot and they bump into a nigga's cart, if they say, oh, my bad, like, is that against their rules? Cool. Um, what other jokes did I want to work on? I think that's all. Thank you
4: for the time, Pam. Wait, will you stay up there? I have a question. I don't understand the my bad joke at the end. The racism in the my bad. Can you explain it? To oh, me? my
7: bad is like an apology, like sorry.
4: Right. But but so my bad because they
7: bumped they like they're being tolerant like they bumped into a black person and they said my bad. And I just need to work on it, obviously. Well, I
4: know I'm just curious because is it like is it somehow in your mind like it's like some sort of reparations because they said my bad or is it not enough or is it bad that they said anything or? Yeah, I mean, like, should, should if, they
7: if I was racist, I would never want to apologize to the uh, minorities.
4: Oh, so, the pre- so I missed the premise that the person in Home Depot is it's exceedingly racist. Yeah. And they bump and they say my bad. And then you're, okay, 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 now I get it.
7: My racism might just be built different. It's fine. I'm,
4: Yo, I'm dedicated I was just to these to, I just wanted to get it and we had time. Everybody clap your hands together for Devondre Coleman. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Hey, um, I'm excited for your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson.
8: Happy Monday, everybody. How you doing?
0: Uh oh,
8: you know, I've been getting older. Been around a long time. I mean, I remember, like, let's see, I've outlived AIDS, monkeypox, COVID, Roe v. Wade. And I keep, I have this question, like, and I'm, I'm a little troubled because does anybody remember Leslie Jordan? Leslie, Leslie Jordan. Do we know who Leslie Jordan is? He passed away today. I'm devastated. And it really makes me think about, is there a God, right? I'm thinking, I think of another faggot that should die in a car crash, and that would be Lindsey Graham. Does anybody else know who Lindsey Graham is? Okay, so you know he is, he's like he's like this faggot who had a press conference about women's choice. Do you remember that? He brought out some mechanical people behind him. And the thing that makes me wonder about Leslie fucking uh, excuse me about Lindsay fucking Graham is that that man has not seen a vagina since he left one. I can tell you he's never looked back. And you know, I think about like what kind I mean, who's gonna touch this old faggot? Not me, not anyone else. And I think about the this, this super hooker that he must have to hire. Now that, that person has to have, like, nerves of steel. The most paid, the most incredible thing ever. It's like, oh, my God. This is why it's a new joke. But I'm getting there. I'd also like to talk about, as we get older, our thirst for nostalgia. And it concerns me. Like, everything old is new again. Right? We have a reboot of everything. So is anyone, does anyone remember Harrison Ford? Does everybody remember Star Wars? See him in that? We loved him in that, right? We loved him in Indiana Jones. And we keep bringing him back. Did you want to see him in 2049? Did you want to see the most recent one, 2049? Did you know that he broke a wrist filming that and they had to shut production down? Did you also know that when he filmed, I believe it was Star Wars, oh my God, I can't believe they made another one, that he broke, I think, a, a leg or another arm and in between the filming of those two movies, he actually crashed a plane twice? And I'm worried that we keep bringing him back. And, like, if we can carry Fisher that shit, if we can drag Carrie Fisher's dead ass through space with Frost, can't we just save Harrison Ford? Oh, and by the way, and this is also not a joke, unfortunately, or maybe it is, there is going to be um, an Indiana Jones 5. They're going to have to pull that whip from his dead, cold hands. And he, I think he actually even said that. Does anyone know that reference? Charlton Heston. See, that's when you get older, you don't know quite what's going on. Okay. Gosh, I feel so so warm. And in honor of my beloved Leslie Jordan, I'd like to sing a song for a musical that I never wrote. It's called The Lorphin Family. Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow, oh my, come, be gay, and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom, tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brady.
4: are you gonna dress up as little orphan fanny for halloween with a little red wig and a little flag and sing your song on every street corner i think you should maybe i i can help you find a wig i'm sure you don't have any trouble actually finding a wig sweet baby your next comedian clap your hands together for ezra locks
9: Hey guys, um, my, uh, my neighbor Ricky, he's great, uh, he was telling me about how he met his uh, current girlfriend, he said, uh, yeah, she's awesome, I met her on this website, blackpeoplemeet.com, and he's old, just like, in case you know, and I was thinking, like, I'm sure that website's great, but the name is, like, really bad, because I keep thinking of a website for, like, racist cannibals. <laughs> That was dumb, <laughs> why did I write that, fuck. Um, <laughs> that's the, I like the delayed, like, yeah that was all right. Um, I, uh, I just graduated from college, which uh, I know is not real. Yeah woo, um, I know college is not real, uh, at least like liberal arts college because my college did not have grades. They did uh, this thing called narrative evaluations which if you don't know what that is, it's like you don't get an A through F, they just like kind of write a paragraph about how you improved. And I was thinking like, that's clearly not a thing that would work in real life because if you went to like a restaurant and you looked in the window for that familiar C minus on the wall (laughs) and you didn't see it, and it was just this giant paragraph of like, well, so at the beginning of the year, four people died of food poisoning, but recently things have really improved. That would not work. <laughs> or like, you're at the DMV, you're like, well at the beginning of your driving exam you ran someone over, but you didn't at the end, so I said that that's improvement. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of the video game Street Fighter 2, but it is, uh, I think, not very realistic to all the street fights that I've witnessed. Um, if that game was more realistic, it would be like, press A to say, you wanna go outside? And then press B to retreat from the situation. <laughs> And then, like, every round would just end with the police showing up and you trying to blame, like, M. Bison for starting it. (laughs) Um, The only thing that is realistic, though, is, like, there's that character in that game, Zangief, who really is accurately, like, that's all the guys that are really good at fighting do look like that guy. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, I have very low self-esteem. Yeah, woo. Um... (laughs) I'm gonna tell you why this is good. Um, I was waiting in line yesterday at Walgreens and this guy was trying to return an opened box of Magnum condoms. (laughs) So, you know, it's good to have low self-esteem in that case. (laughs) He was like going up to the uh, cashier and was like very adamant, he was like, these are wrong. That was what he kept saying, which is true technically. I guess he was wrong, therefore the wrong sized penis for him. (laughs) But he was demanding that they let him get his money back for this, like, open box of condoms, which had, like, you know, five left or whatever. And I was like, I aspire to be that cheap. <laughs> I am um, a I, um, big fan of the show uh, Hoarders and its related show, Cribs. Um, these are really the same show. Hoarders is just the show Cribs. You just have to change your perspective because it is Cribs rats um i think every episode of (laughs) of hoarders there's always like this palatial box of like old newspapers just infested with rats and you just gotta zoom in that's like rat 50 cent with his like awesome friends hanging out in his rat mansion what am i talking about (laughs) (laughs) um and uh yeah it's weird though because it's like you know that's that's the real class difference is if you're like hoarding dumb rich people shit it's not hoarders anymore. It's like awesome. It's cribs. Um, although I did realize one thing from hoarders is that like you can have an amount of beanie babies that will get the government to declare you clinically insane, <laughs> which that's cool. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, guys.
4: Yay, Ezra. Ezra, please watch the m- the amazing animated feature, The Rats of Nim. Please watch that. I know it's way before your time, but it will in- it will. It will help your rat hoarding because they build a whole society out of leftover stuff from humans. It's a movie from the late 70s, early 80s by Don Bluth. It's called The Rats of Nim. It's based off Mrs. Frisbee and The Rats of Nim. No one knows how to read anymore. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jared Senna.
10: What's up, people? How are we doing? Good, good, great, great. I'm in a bad mood. Uh, thank you. Thanks for caring about me. Um, I tried to buy condoms today. They were the wrong size. A little too big. Some may say unrealistic. I tried to uh, get my refund. They said, no, just pick your own size next time. So I threw it at them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Not having a good day, but. On the bright side, I am doing good overall. I actually uh, just quit my day job. Thank you. You hate work. Oh, really? What do you do? You're a teacher? Wait. So you, like, you make the books and stuff. Oh. Okay. Just trying to guess. Anyways. So like I was saying, I quit my day job. Uh it was it was cool. I was a barista in downtown San Francisco. It was fun. It's just I dealt with a fuck ton of crackheads every day. Um, um I used to deal with them a lot. Um I I mean, don't get me wrong, they're nice people, they're misunderstood. It's just it gets a little tiring trying to remind people several times a week that a coffee shop is not the place to be jerking off. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Education. He writes the McGraw-Hill books, everybody. (laughs) This is her. This is her. Uh, Yeah, I've been trying to get that one to work, but I guess not. You guys ever like walk around downtown SF high as fuck? Feels like a video game, especially when you encounter crackheads. Feel like you're dealing with NPCs. You know? I don't have a punchline for that. That's just a funny observation I had. Sorry, Spencer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Good. Okay, I may look like a big loser now, but. You guys won't believe it, but I was popular in high school at one point. Thank you. Thank you, Kavita. Um Yeah, uh, I was known by everybody. Uh, back then, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. Uh, yeah, uh, I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park, and I got hit as I was skateboarding across the street. You know, it's funny, my grandma always told me that smoking weed would put me in the hospital. I didn't think she meant it would involve a fucking Kia. Uh, you know, um, it really,